Podcast. Welcome, episode eighty. Where did you come from, We are on the beach here in sunny Traverse City. Yep. West arm of Grand Traverse Bay getting ready for an air show here. Uh, had some sandwiches. Trying to stay in the shade because... Uh, You'll catch on fire. Yeah. I would turn beet red in like five minutes. And we are in the process of beach watching. Yeah. Crazy stuff going on. Yep, crazy. We've got several tacked out individuals. Yep. Full tactical gear. 400 pounds. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then I just saw a lady in a bikini that should not be wearing a bikini ever. Yeah. I'll have to have some Clorox for my eyes now. Yeah. That's the way it is. The ice cream man guy has gone by like 12 times. Yep. And there's been a line every time. Yep. And everybody comes down to the beach and they're trying to scramble for shade right now. Which is kind of funny. Well, I came to the beach to have a view of the air show, not to be in the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We're, we all are pretty white here. I put sunscreen on 45, and I'm freaking turning red still. Yeah. And you've been in the shade. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, uh, my, my grandkids are here. Your kids are here. Our wives are here. Yep. My son is here. My daughter-in-law's here. Just yep. having a grand old time. This is freaking awesome. Yeah. The weather's couldn't be any nicer. 85 probably degrees. Yep. It's a little warm for me, but so I turn it into a snow cone yeah. and melt. Yeah. Well, the, Jimmy and Ashley just came up from um, from Georgia. It was like 105 degrees or something like that. 108 degrees. <coughs> so. What have you been doing with yourself? Well, shucking and jiving. There is an announcement. You have an announcement, huh? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you you know how I talked about uh, buying a uh, Jeep Rubicon Wrangler style? Uh huh. Well, we're gonna get a Jeep Rubicon, but it's gonna be Gretchen's, and that's oh, gonna be later. Nice. I just bought a Subaru. WRX STI. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> it's on order. Nice. And actually, uh, one of our uh, podcast uh, listeners and one of the first people at Glib is the reason for that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jared Carlin. Yep. Uh, he was telling me all about this nerdy game uh, called Forza 5 for Xbox. I didn't even have an Xbox, and I waited and waited and waited. Finally, I bought one. And I played that game, and that Subaru was in there, and I just loved it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I was actually going to buy one of those before I bought the Focus, but I I couldn't find one that I liked and this and that. But 
Yeah, so uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's all-wheel drive. It'll be fine. Oh yeah, yeah, those are great cars. Yeah, Subaru is such a neat car. Yeah, Subaru is such a neat car. I, one of the best cars I've ever had was a GL wagon. Yeah, I've uh, I've driven one of those. Yeah, they were great it. in the snow. I yeah. used to, I was always amazed at how good they handled in the snow. Yeah, well, they're the car for the U.S. ski team. Yeah, yeah. They've been uh, they've been that for a long time yeah, since I was yeah. in college, which kind of kind of annoys me that a Japanese car would be the car of a U.S. ski team. Well, you know what it was uh, in olden times: International Harvester, Subaru. No, International Harvester was the U.S. ski team. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One of my uh, yeah, partners yeah, yeah. has an actual U.S. ski team one with the logo on the door yeah. and everything. It was a scout. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were talking about Subaru being International Harvester at one time. No, no. Subaru is just a Subaru, but... Yeah. Uh, this car, uh, it's 305 horsepower. Little teeny tiny little car. Yeah. They, uh, people do crazy stuff to them, like put these huge turbos yeah, they on do. them. That's one of those drifting cars, isn't it? Well, it's all-wheel drive. I don't know if they drift them, but I know they race them. Yeah. It's a rally car. Yeah. Yeah. Is it set up for rally? Yeah. Road rallies? Ready to go. They do a couple big up here. I'm going to do them. Snowdrift 500 or 5,000? I think it's Snowdrift 500. It's like a 500 mile around the UP. Yeah. Which so is you, pretty cool. There's a lot, of, a lot of guys that do those up here. Yeah. And then the funny part is they do them with their family cars. Yeah. That's the that's the, what's so bomb ass about it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The other thing you can do uh, that Audi Quattro that we were talking about earlier would be a good one for that. Yeah. They that's one of those cars that they use. Well, that's what they used to use those in uh, Audi Quattro, uh, Subaru WRX, STI is yeah. another one. Uh, Lancer Evolution. Yeah. Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution is a it's a pretty commonly auto uh, rallied car. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I uh, was gonna get the Jeep, but then I got to thinking that, like, I really wouldn't use it that much for off-road stuff currently, and because uh, I have a four-wheel drive and I don't use that off-road. Right. So, you know, I would use. A little overpowered, underweight car. So that's why. So are you going to get rid of the Focus? Yeah, I am. I'm going to trade it in once my car is done being built. It's not a job. I don't care. So what's the uh, uh, what's the story on the Focus? Did you get the new radio put in it? Yeah, but uh, it got zapped again. And so we're waiting for a replacement radio, hopefully next week. Got zapped again. Yeah, there's some sort of a short or something. That's sucky. I know. And uh, CarMax didn't want to honor the warranty and all this. Not CarMax, but their extended warranty supplier. Nice. And it's been a real big hassle. And the car is undrivable. Like, it's like maximum volume. <laughs> like without the radio even on, you don't even have the radio or the cent- central console even on. So it's going. Uh, no, just every once in a while it'll pop real loud, like maximum volume, and it 
because the the key that you have, like when you get near the car with the key, uh, the center console like is active, and so anytime you don't even have to be in the car, you can be outside the car and it'll still do that. Wow! And it's just deafeningly loud, and it's like you know every and nobody seems to be able to find a solution for it. Well, though they're going to have to find a solution eventually <laughs> if they have to replace the whole damn uh, car electrical system. Wow. You know, I paid for a car with a radio in it. I'm sorry I'm you insured it, but you did. I'm surprised that the insurance company wouldn't cover it. Well, they would, but they would only recover refurbished radio, right? Okay. Which is not a problem. Uh, so they put the refurbished radio in, and, like, literally, I, you know, the next day the same exact thing happened. And so... We called and we're like, well, we need another radio. And they're like, well, there aren't any more refurbished radios. You'll have to wait for one. <laughs> and so we, I called the warranty company, but got finally got to their top guy who sent me to CarMax's top guy. And finally, I think they've worked something out where they're going to fix it. But I don't know. So, so the the problem isn't probably the radio. It's probably something, something causing the radio. Yeah, something connected to the radio is the problem. And so the reality of it is, the technician more than likely didn't troubleshoot the whole situation. He just replaced the radio. Yeah, because he figured, well, it's just the radio. Yeah, exactly. So they do. They 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 don't really troubleshoot anymore. They just freaking change parts until it gets fixed. Yeah. I, I wonder if they even know how to sometimes. Well, I don't know how you do troubleshoot the modern well, for, cars the first with all off, that electronics. The first it. off, they have to start with um, asking you what's happening. Yeah. And listening to what you're saying. Yeah. And actually paying attention to what you're saying. Yeah. And then, instead of just jumping to a conclusion... After they turn the radio on and it makes a noise or did whatever it did, and say, "Oh, it's, that's definitely what it is." They have to test it, yeah. to make sure that that's what it is. Yeah, I don't think they do it. No. No, my guess is that they didn't. They just pulled it out and plugged a new one in. Yeah. 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 Well. So, uh, um, you know, we had a bunch of knife news and stuff we were talking about. Uh. And I forgot half of it now. Okay, so one thing is is that the Jerry Hom Design Spectres shipped, and I got mine, and it's awesome. Yeah? It's identical in feel and everything to the Prodigy. Nice. So if you learn how to use the Prodigy, you won't cut yourself using that, obviously. And then you can transition over to the uh, uh, the live knife, and it's like the same exact, feels exactly the same. Wow. So that's That's nice. cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's real well made. Uh, I mean, it's a gorgeous knife. I can't imagine that anybody's making anything better than that. Now, so did you uh, Did you catch any of the Forged and Fire no. TV show? Yeah, I don't watch TV, so. Did you see it? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. what was I the story? It. Well, sort of like this. Here they got three or four bladesmiths. Or blacksmiths, one of the two. Yeah. And it's kind of questionable whether or not, 
long pause. Yeah. <laughs> She's been spanked. <laughs> She's got a big bruise on her ass. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to uh, what we were saying before we were so rudely interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they, they asked around quite a bit to get a bunch of really good blade makers there, bladesmiths, ABS masters and stuff. And there's been some chatter on and about different places that say why are they not, why are, are these guys not that good? Yeah. And uh, the fact is that what they did was they got the best that they could get because guys that are really good, that show gives them no advantage to selling more knives. It only can do them harm. Yeah, they because they create drama. Yeah, they're they're giving a uh, kind of an unknown blade steel to work with. They're being asked to build something that's out of their comfort zone, and and heat treat it, and then they're going to test it according to the way they want it to be tested. Whether it was chopping ice or chopping rope or whatever. Yeah, and so when you have a situation like that. That there's, there's, you don't really know how it's going to be tested. You don't really know. Um, I mean, you could make a like, you could make a knife that that would hold up to a chopping test, but it doesn't have an edge keen enough to cut through rope. Yeah, easy hanging rope. And so that's what they're, that's kind of what they're up against. They don't know what the test is going to be that they're, you know, they're they're designing their profile for. And while I know that that's not an excuse for, for you know, guys are saying, well, my knife can do any of these things. Well, that's, if you watch the show, it's obvious it doesn't. They can't. You know, they'll, yeah, some yeah. of them will do good on one thing and then they won't do on well, right. well on the other. And yeah, because, you know, to be optimum at, at one task, you're going to put one kind of edge on it. Right. Uh, and optimal at others, you're going to design something completely different. Right, right. And so they had uh, the first week was was kind of a, one of those where like two of the guys were were spewing you know badassery talk about their skills and and the first two guys were eliminated. One of them broke his blade, just like hit it on the side of the hand out of his vice, and it freaking just cracked. Big like. Two inches of it, or an inch and a half, broke off the tip of it, and he was—he was like three minutes earlier in the show. He was just talking about how badass he was and how he—he he made swords, and and there were uh, um, there was nobody there that had as much experience forging stuff as he did. You know, and then you know, sounds like he got it too hot. Yeah, well, and I think that that's the that's the thing is they they don't they tell you it's a high carbon steel, but they don't tell you what high carbon steel it is. Yeah, and so you really don't know if it's an if it's an oil quench or a uh, <laughs> an oil quench or a um, uh, I mean it might be a water hardened yeah. steel. I mean you you don't know what it's yeah. just a high carbon steel. Well, and the producers don't understand that there's very big difference between how you would treat say W two and O one tool steel. Right, right. Like and they, so and so you know when so basically. If you have a, bla- a, a like a master smith go on there, well, they can only make him look like a fool. Yeah. You know, and at best he wins the competition. You know, so what? 
he's already famous because he's a master smith. Hmm. You know, so it's it's like one of those. I mean, it's interesting to watch what they're doing. You know, they had one guy that won last weekend was or last week was a. He, he did everything old school. He had a hand crank forge. He had a ham, didn't have a power hammer. Didn't you know? And he had to forge out a, a ring, which was some kind of a some kind of a uh, an eastern weapon, uh-huh. where it was like a like a ring that you throw. Oh, okay. You know, and it was it had to cut off. It was basically designed to to maim people in battle. And. A warrior would carry like a bunch of these, uh-huh. and uh, so they had to go back to their home shop and forge one. Well, the first fella, he had a really really nice shop, and he he was had the ability to take a, uh, a an acetylene bottle or an oxygen bottle, and cut it, and weld it to his welding table, and make a jig that he could form his ring around it. So he he had a perfect ring. So he did it so quickly. That he he had five days to do it, and he did it so quickly that he ended up embellishing it. So oh. he so he put things in the middle, and he put things in you know he 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 went outside the the realm of what was supposed to what they were supposed to provide, and he ended up losing because of it, huh. because it was uh, it didn't fit the fit the criteria, and the guy that was doing everything old school, you know he was hitting you know he was banging his his metal and. Uh, by hand, and he formed his ring by hand, and he did a real nice job of it by hand, and uh, and he he won, hmm. he won. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Bark River Knives offers the best combination of ultra modern CNC components and old world craftsmanship. All Bark River Knives are hand convex ground and sharpened to perfect cutting geometry for the task they are designed to perform. Bark River Knives are available through our authorized dealers. you have to say well well, I'll have to read it later I meant to bring it but I it slipped my mind oh but yeah he's kind of I think he's probably done with uh, the planting and stuff oh I would guess yeah I would guess I would think that he's probably oh does he do hay Uh, I don't think so I think he mostly just does uh, corn and beans okay so he doesn't do any oats or anything like that I don't think so at least he's never mentioned doing that. Yeah, so so all our kids are down at the water, swimming and splashing around. And <laughs> being naughty. Kind of funny, yeah. I have sunscreen in my eye. Yeah. So, um... I really hope this air show doesn't go three hours. <laughs> <laughs> so we had that. Well, there it is right there. There's the air show. Oh, yeah, the gulf. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, he's going to shit on you. you hey, Jimmy, not. air show. Gotcha! 
So, um, uh, what else was I going to say? I was going to, I had some other stuff. Oh, uh, Mike's making a competition knife. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, so, is it? So, I heard a rumor. Rumor has it that, uh, they're discontinuing a certain line of knives. Is that public knowledge? Is that for well, public consumption, or is yeah, that? Yeah, I'm not. Maybe uh, we won't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what. It's probably best not to talk about it, but so uh, we probably should. Okay. Well, we anyway, should. yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have to talk about the reason why, but I just wanted. Well, to it, it, it there's a lot of so them. that maybe the there's a lot of them. Right, we don't have to talk about why. But, I know, but, there's but a, do we there's want a, our dealers to? We don't want them to get stuck with them. Right. But so, but the but the point being, like, oh, you since they're discontinuing saying, it, oh, you think people run out and get and them? they know that there's none, not going to be any left. Yeah. You know, if I was the dealer, that's what I would want. Yeah. Is is to to sell the rest of them that I've got. Yeah. Yeah. Since it's without be discounting, you mean? Yeah. Well, and I think that they'll, you know, it's kind of funny, too, because they, they've been, I guess they've been moderate movers. They do, they do sell, uh-huh. but they don't sell, like, really fast. And, well, it's uh, kind of, and if you're in the retail business, you want to uh, turn your inventory fairly quickly. Yeah. So on uh, Instagram, I shot a picture up of uh, the beach. We got here at about 11, and I read the Sunday paper. And uh, I had the paper open, and it, it would just happen to be open to this article on Greece. <laughs> and somebody Greece on my, is the word. So somebody on my uh, Instagram account, uh, you know, did the sarcasm thing and said, what did the Greeks ever do for Europe? Sarcasm, you know. And I wrote back, they invented retiring at the age of 35. Because <laughs> they do. Yes. Like, they retire at 30. I would have been retired seven years by now. Yeah. I can't even fathom that. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. I don't. I do not understand how a country that brought us so much yeah, in the early days, culture. early times, that could be so. Yeah, they just they uh, jumped in the. Uh... Well, I don't know how that happened. I, I, you know, it's a, it's curious to see how that. I mean, it's not like Greece is the only one that's falling. No, yeah, there, they all. A are. lot of the European countries are, are in the same boat. Yeah, it's just that that Greece is the first one, the first domino. Right, right. And you know what? America's not very far from behind if we don't start no. paying attention. Yeah. You know, we start having uh, we start having people starting to question what, why, why we have to pay income tax, and you know how that's an illegal thing, anyways. It should have ended after the World War One. I. I mean, it was just a, a tax to build the army, and then it was supposed to be rescinded, gone. Yeah, but they they packed the Supreme Court. To, I mean, there's that's a whole big history. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you got so you got the Supremes that are ruling from they're they're legislating from the bench. Well, they we always say that though. Well, I think they are. I I don't think that there's a. Uh, Last I looked, when I read the Constitution, there was nothing in there about marriage. Nothing. So how do they rule? How, how did? How could they possibly rule on something that is not in the Constitution? Well, because they, there is other stuff in the Constitution that they're 
that they're saying applies in such this situation. as such as well they're making the whole 14th amendment or whatever amendment uh, argument and it's, it's funny how they like com- will completely ignore like some some uh, bill of rights amendments and then like make this huge deal out of one particular thing right. it's like well you know well like how they totally forget the second amendment or they totally forget the the other thing which is uh, um, illegal search and seizure right. I mean, there's a lot of right to privacy right well you don't really have a right to privacy you just have a right to um, they can't illegally search you right. or, or take your shit right like they have to have a reason to they can't right. just blanket surveil right. you right and then sift through that blanket surveillance right. and find criminals which is what they're doing Right. You know, so it's amazing that the Supreme Court, you know, thinks that this, the 14th Amendment applied extremely liberally to a... There's your air Oh, well, yeah. There's a Coast Guard uh, deal. But, you know, they're picking and choosing which ones are, you know, and I guess that's kind of their job, but I don't know. Yo, yo, we be starting. Yeah, I know, but it's it is annoying. So a Coast Guard uh, helicopter is going to fly like directly overhead here. No, like for real, directly. Overhead. Wait, that had an Army star on it. Though. That Coast Guard. That, but it's an Army star. Oh, well, it's a Coast Guard star. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do uh they do um a night a nice little show. You should probably should motivate down there to the waterfront. Uh you can if you want. <laughs> I kinda like the shade. We got like uh twenty minutes before uh it starts, right? No, it's starting right now. Are you sure? Yeah, that's it. That's their Coast Guard is starting. Kicking it off, they're doing some kind of demonstration right now. Okay. recording yeah okay um yeah i don't know i i think that uh that the um the how they're picking and choosing how they're how they're uh making decisions is ridiculous well and then and then you see you're seeing the fallout and it's like you got people that are all excited about being married but the reality of it is it shouldn't be the government's business whether we're married or not yeah, you know, it's not. It's not it there, huh? I don't see how it is. You know, I, I don't. I don't see. I mean, the whole licensing thing is should be illegal, anyways. Why are they licensing a religious ceremony? Because the reality of it is, what what at what point in time did marriage become a governmental institution? Well, the way they would counter that is to say that uh, you're forming a contract, right? And the government does have, regardless of no, the religious well, things, who, it does who's have. Who's forming a, a contract? Who, who made that a contract? Who's ever, it just is. No, it's, it's not. legally. Yeah, it is. It's a legally bind. That's why when you get divorced, no, that's you can why end up that is that is the government created all that. Right. Right. That's not because that's not what marriage they is. They have legal protections for people and all the, this. The reality of it is, 
is marriage is a religious institution, yeah. and it always has been a religious institution. True. But I mean, a uh, hundred years ago, you didn't buy, a, you didn't get a license. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I mean, here, here's like, here's what the relationship is. It's 100% related to the fact that married filing jointly is different than married filing single. Yeah. Or a single male or a married male or a married couple filing jointly. It's all about filing taxes. Yeah. And that's illegal to start with. So so you 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 can see the stepping stones of the illegal thing. Yeah. Where it was in the past was always ruled by the church. Yeah. Well, they, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm uh I'm not real thrilled about the whole thing, but you know, it's not like we're going to get that. I mean, you, you think about what's what's happened is we've got uh how do I even say this? We've got this. We've got this situation that's brewed where we give money to people, and and we've we have literally created the government welfare role, which is a government as a government employee. You're on welfare. You know. Well, you're not producing. Anything you, they, they don't produce anything. All they do is say no. Yeah. And so here you got a you've got a group of people that are that are sucking off society. And I'm not, the people, I'm not talking about Medicaid. What I'm talking about is government employees. <laughs> 95% of them could be let go and nobody would miss them. Well, that's probably true. You know? And so here, and you've got this big mouth to feed now, and the only way you can feed it is if we all pay lots of taxes. Well, wait a minute, we don't all pay lots of taxes. Only certain people pay lots of taxes, and other people get money back. Yeah. So somehow in the middle there, they got the redistribution of wealth thrown in there. Yeah. Well, the 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 crazy thing about the whole uh, issue is is that they're a net drain on the economy. Yes. The the government does not create wealth. Yep. It consumes wealth. Period. Yep. It creates zero wealth. And actually, it's consuming wealth at a, a rate much greater than it could be created by the private sector. Yeah, unfortunately. This is a big sucking sound in Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I might uh, walk down by the water and then walk back. Yeah, me too. All right, let's right, well, take a break. Yeah, we'll take a break. <laughs> So, 
We're back. We watched the fabulous air show. I did uh, get some audio with uh, my camera, so I may be able to splice some of that in. Get some. You know, I didn't even think about it. I should have turned my. Uh, you should have turned that thing on. I, I didn't think of it either, but I got it. I have it audio of it from my camera, so hopefully some of that turned out. And uh, I took some uh, video of the flyovers that I will put up on Instagram a little later. Yeah, the Thunderbirds are phenomenal. Yeah, they are. They are pretty incredible. And they had this crazy uh, biplane <laughs> that had the regular biplane engine. rotary engine, and then it had like a Jado jet. strapped on. Yeah, it had a jet and an engine on the underside of it. Yeah, and it was one of the only biplanes I've ever seen dry, fly straight up in the air. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, because it would. What happened was they uh, he'd go he'd go up vertical and. As soon as he started stalling out, he'd turn on that jet engine. And just and continue to go straight up like a rocket. Yeah, it was crazy. So yeah. that was kind of neat. Jim got yelled at by this uh, <laughs> by this lady because we were standing in the water. I did take her picture, water. too. Yeah. We were well. standing in front of her, and she was sit, sitting down with her legs spread apart, and she was she probably weighed like probably 280 not that there's anything wrong with that, but maybe a, a better fitting bathing suit might be in order. Yes, one yes. that is more stylistically correct. Yes, but, but uh, yeah, so he got yelled at by her, and we just ignored her. It was wanting awesome. us to move. Do you have any, do you have any uh, sunflower seeds? Uh, he, yeah, he eats from the bird feeder. So we're out on my porch now, and I've got like just loads of chipmunks. Uh, and they're pretty curious and friendly and stuff. They don't. They Your dog obviously doesn't care. Yeah, the dog doesn't care about them at all. Yeah, my dog would be like all over that. Yeah. My yep. dogs would be all over that. So here's the okay. here's the two here's the trainer and then here's the real one. So I'm handing Jim the. So this is the real deal, huh? Yep. So Jim has uh, the Jerry Hom Spectre. Yeah, I thought that those sprung open. They do. You, you just go like this. You just pop it, and it's under a little tension. No, that's you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of the Benchmade. So what Jim's trying to do is squeeze the handle. Yeah, I thought that that. that no, yeah. So that's what the Benchmade 142 does. Yeah. Um, but this one's just one that. Uh, Pops open, but isn't that perfect? Pretty nice. Yeah, it's got a little bit of recurve to the blade. Uh, I mean, yeah, everything everything nice. on it was perfect. The fit and finish was Is awesome. This, these are titanium scales handles, right? Yeah, I mean they're not they're not uh, channeled, so that's that's the big deal. That's why everybody likes the 142. But to me, these I've flipped like the. The copy of the 142, which is it's called the Fu 42. <laughs> I've, I've, I've like flipped it, and I like the feel of these better, you know. But and the the Fu 42, everybody says it flips a lot like the regular Benchmade. And then of course I have the Benchmade 151, and I don't like the way that flips. I like the way Jerry Hom's stuff. So now flip the trainer. It it feels identical to me. I can't tell a difference. No, nope. I bet you it's exactly the same weight too. It is actually the uh, 
there's four grams difference. That's not very much, though. No, yeah, for that's it, four grams. It's, so it's one is 140 and the other is 144. So that's how close they are, and they feel like identical when you're flipping them. Only the one you can't cut yourself with. Yep. So, uh, anyway. So this would be really cool if this was like a comb. Yeah, I know, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> I think they make them. I know they make switchblades like that. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. I like this. Yep. I like that. That's a very nice looking knife. Um, so, our man in the field writes uh, I, I wrote him a letter. Uh, let's see. On your Versteg Blades website under the Hoopty Woes story, there's a picture of the pathetic imitation of the sharp finger built by godless commie rat bastards. <laughs> I have opened my vault of USA-made Schrade knives and selected for you a fine specimen of the iconic Schrade USA 152 OT sharp finger to cherish for your very own. Carry it with pride. And so this is now my new sharp finger. I actually nice. like that a lot. Isn't that sweet? Yes. I, I like my other one, too, but it's not... The fit and finish on it is not good compared to the real one. Yeah. Uh, then there's a... He sent me this huge... It's like a five-page, single-spaced document on the history of the 152. Nice! It, it was put to... I haven't read it all yet. I'm going to bring it to work and read it. Um, but the... Uh, it was put together... Uh, on Blade Forums by a guy named Codger64, and I think he's probably on both of our friends' lists. Right, right. Uh, says, I don't remember the story behind the naming of that truck as Hoopty. And basically, a Hoopty is just a, a decrepit vehicle. Um, it's not, it, the name isn't Hoopty, it's just, it's a Hoopty because it's decrepit. I do recall driving it loaded with things when your grandparents made their initial move from the farm to the guest house. As I recall, it didn't ha didn't it have a topper then? And yeah, it did. If only you could outfit it with one, you too, Kyle, could live the dream. <laughs> I do. Camping out of the back of the pickup. He's got I used to, I used to do a mattress. That. Yeah, it's actually quite handy. Yep, I used to do that. You know, and I had... It was one of the things that when I... When I went and got my Jeep, I wanted to get a, um, I really wanted to get an excursion, is what I really wanted, or a uh, very large you don't Suburban. Want those. Yeah. And I wanted it so that I could lay down in the back and sleep, if I wanted to. An excursion you can. So, continuing his letter, he says, even though my old-timer library continues to grow today, I went off the reservation a bit and took delivery of a 1994 Buck 112 Ranger with nickel silver bolsters. Oh, nice. I expect that in the same way a real Harley rider regards the 883 Sportster as a chick bike, a true manly man packing the legendary 110 folding hunter might consider the 112 a girly knife. That's okay. I like my 110s, but find what seems like four pounds of blade hanging off my belt a bit much. Uh, yeah, but there's something about that. Something about having a, a 110. Yep. And I carried a 110 for a long, long time. And I actually, there, my dog is making all kinds of noise. She's all spazzed out. I actually bought him a 110 with back when they came with like a leather sheath. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were still American made. And yep. all that. So he, I know he's got one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have one from that era as well that I really like. Yeah. Uh, Gerber made a similar copy of that, 
Oh, yeah, everybody did. Case made one. Yeah, but I, I, the Gerber one Trade. was really, really well done yep. back in the day. Trade. Uh, Trade did a, a, a nice one. A bear paw, they called it. Uh-huh. Uncle Henry bear paw. And, uh... Oh, excuse me. Uh, Case did, I think they called it the Land Shark, uh-huh. I believe. And uh, Puma. Puma did a real nice version of it. Real, <laughs> real nice version of it. So yep. that's a pretty well copied design. Yep. And and it's and it's pretty well executed in all those models. I mean the yeah. case and the and the uh, and the shade are really 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 nicely done too. Yep. Um, so I'm sitting here with an angry orchard. I thought you didn't like this. No, I like them all right. I like this is pretty good. Yeah. So now that there's a Sam's Club close by, uh, I get like things of like, you know, they have those huge sampler packs where you can get like 20 different flavors of Sam Adams or, mm-hmm. so I've got one of Angry Orchard and one of the Sam Adams IPAs uh, which is nice mm-hmm. in the fridge, now I've got room in the fridge, so yeah, that's a that's a nice nice to have a Sam's Club here yeah, let's see what else do I know um, you mentioned there's somebody on the forums Giving yes, away and I don't have the information right in front of me, but I, I shared it on my Facebook page, and they're, I think it's this weekend, to be honest. I think he's giving it away this weekend. I shared it a couple times, and, you know, the forum doesn't get a tremendous amount of traffic for whatever reason. Um, well, it's because we're not there all that much. Well, that and that too. If we were if we were more active there, it would get a lot more traffic. I right. Just, I just, I'm not active on any forum, so... It, Right. It's not like people I'm like spending all my time on some other forum. I just don't go on forums hardly at all. Right. That's and that's the way I am too. But I used to be I used to be more active, but people are just crazy now, and I'm sick of them. So yeah, I'll go to places that I can control. You know, and uh, any any thoughts I have, I'm going to post as either a video or as a blog post, or they're going to come on the podcast here yeah and I, my, my way of if people want to interact with us send us an email yeah yeah we'll, we'll listen yeah and or a paper letter as as, as our uh, man does as our man in the field <laughs> uh, so Jim's looking that stuff up uh, trying to think what else so uh, I don't know if I can look it up very well here huh Uh, tonight we're having a uh, taco feast. I have some uh, slow-cooked pork Oof. that's uh, shredded. And then I, w- I also made up this morning, I made up some, like, regular uh, taco meat, you mm. know. And so you'll have, people have choices. I have hard shells, soft shells, different salsas. We're just going to have a big old party. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I love to eat. I'll tell you what. Oh, did I tell you I got uh, I got the girls a uh, Red Rider? Ah, that's and, awesome. Yeah, Megan can't hold it up though. Too too big yet? Yeah. She's too, she's too little. Yep. And that's a pretty small uh, gun, but I I taught uh, all of them can shoot and hit a pop can. Sweet. Yep. 
and they learned right away, and I taught them all about, you know, the safety and keeping it, you know. Keeping it pointed in a safe direction. Yep, oh, and not, not at my face, not even accidentally, not even once. I don't find it, and I'm pissed. So we've been shooting that a bit, uh, been playing some nerd games. Anyways, it's in the, it's in the, the general forum. Yep, so go, go to the Knife knife Journal uh, forums. Uh, a custom knife maker was kind enough to get on the forums and give away uh, one of his creations. So He's, He just started doing making knives. And I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, yeah. who, who it is and everything. Um, and my, right now my head is kind of mushy, too, because of the being out in the sun. Yeah, we were just out in the sun for like four hours, and, and Jim got all like overheated. Yeah. And I got sunscreen in my eye. I just put it back in my eye just now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But um, one of the things we were talking about earlier was about Mike making a competition knife. Yeah. Mike's making a competition knife, a competition rope-cutting knife. Okay. I think that's what they are. They have a certain spec that they have to meet, and that other one didn't meet it. It was too tall. It has to be only two inches tall. Oh, the the cutting blade has to only be two inches tall and certain length. Yeah, it's usually usually all of those are like nine and three quarters. Yeah. And you you want to know who makes a freaking fantastic chopper is Randy Nance. My God, that thing was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I went like third in that contest, so I was out on the thick part of the log, and I still got second place. Yeah. You know, the guy that beat me was chopping through something the size of my wrist. Is that yours? What that that chopper you were using? No, he let he lent it to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that that thing is it's exactly what I would do if I was going to build a chopper. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was perfect. Um. So there's that. Uh, we got to talk about glib a little bit. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'll know within the next few days okay. when, what weekend I can go for that. Okay. Okay, because so we got to start getting people to have uh, their, get their plans in order. Then the other thing we got to talk about is next year. I've already been getting inquiries about PWIP for next year, uh-huh. and we need to really set a date of when that needs to be. So if you guys have any any interest in coming to a PWIP, uh, a northern version, a northern version of it, and it's going to be a little bit different. I what what I seriously had in mind was to do something like this. We would announce an area with a latitude and a longitude, and it would be up to you to determine what you what you could bring, what you did, what you needed, what you didn't need. And so the object would be to, you know, if it was going to be in a spot where uh, you needed to hike in, obviously you you're not be, you're not going to be even coolers of beer, so you better limit yourself to like fifths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I start learning how to drink out, uh, drink booze because beer is going to be too filling and too heavy to carry in. <laughs> too much, too much liquid. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, so we'll look at that. I think that should be a spring thing, and yeah. glib should stay a fall thing. Yes, yes, exactly. And I, and I was thinking, to be honest, I was thinking like, uh, like move it to like the first week of May. Yeah, because it's still kind of it's still a little chilly here. Yep, yep, it's still chilly here. The um, the bugs aren't out yet. You're right, exactly, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Was and and 
truly the thought was to try to bring it back towards its roots a little more. Sure. You know, yeah. that, uh, so it's not like a, a giant car camping, camper camping situation. Um, it well, became this, this this last time I came with the backpack. Yep, that's it. Yep. Oh, for glib. Oh, yeah, for yeah. PWIP. Yeah. Yeah. But for a glib, that's the same same way. Yep. yep. And that's that's how I, you know, if we can, I'd kind of like to. Right. Kind of like way. to keep it so that. Yep. You know, you you use less stuff. Well, the the and, problem, and, the only problem with the that, the only more. problem is with that. A lot of a lot of us are gear geeks, and we like to bring a lot of stuff just because. Yeah, but you know, and even if you're bringing stuff for other people to try out, you know, that's the yeah. But like, th- there's there's other gatherings for that. Yeah. Like, there should be one gathering that you just bring a bag to. Yeah. You know, and like that's the one you do a year where you're actually, you know, doing it. And all the rest of them bring your bring your car and your trailer and all that, and show everybody all your cool stuff and try it all out and. I do think there should be one a year, though, that's real. And, of course, every single one that I have been doing lately is that way. Just because I, I can't, uh, I don't even show up with a knife most of the time anymore because i got to fly. Yeah. Yep. But uh, something came in the mail today. Yeah? What you got? What you got? What you got? These nuts. Ah, got him. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Uh so later on in the podcast, uh we're gonna have another podcast first. Okay. Uh after we eat our tacos and have our cake. We're gonna we're gonna have a farting contest? No. Like blazing saddles. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I had to laugh I had to laugh, Kyle, with your daughter today and the blowing bubbles in the lake. <laughs> That was absolutely a stitch. She she walked up to me and she said, "How the hell did she say that?" Wasn't it? She didn't say. I don't think she said the f word. She said she tooted. She or tooted. Yeah, that's what it was. She tooted. I tooted in the water and I made bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, it was very precious. Very very precious. Got yeah. a big kick out of that. So, so we're on the beach, and I couldn't help but notice there were a couple guys that were were wearing like long pants, long with their like like Gap cargo pants, is what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. And they had like stuff on their belts and they were no t- shirts. They were rocking the tack thing. A little yeah, bit. yeah, and uh, yeah. I got kind of a kick out of that. Well, you know my shirt. I have on uh, nerd stuff today, so yeah. I had I have my D and D T shirt on, and sure enough, like some guy came up and said, "How do you like Fifth Edition?" And so we talked to him for a bit. Yeah, uh, he has the same opinion I do that it's awesome, uh, and that it it really opens the game up. It it's it's amazing. Do you still have that group on online working? Yeah, we're we're kind of on a little break because I moved and stuff, and um, it's kind of hard to get everybody online at the same time. So I think what I'm going to do with that is just do one session deals for a while, where we just go and I make up like some little mystery that you have to solve and go raid some dungeon or rescue some princess or something, you know, whatever it happens to be. 
that, that takes a couple hours and then you're done. Yeah. You know, the, the problem is is that if you get into these big, huge, long campaigns, if people start missing sessions, which they always do, then they'll miss out, like, on some story and they kind of lose their place, so. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. It, and it's hard to get everybody together all at once. Um, everybody's busy. Yeah. You know, everybody's busy with their own lives. They got their own politics they got to worry about. They got their job they got to worry about. So I, I get it. It's yeah. not easy. But it's still fun. I mean, if you can do one-offs like that, just have a... Th- is that, that's was really there a name fun. for that? Is that? You said campaigns? Yeah, camp- campaign is where you do... You follow one story. Over, some of them can be years long. Really? Yeah. Like, you follow one storyline, and the characters get bigger and bigger over time. So and it's then, like, you, like you're going on a quest, and you yeah. start out as a certain level, and then... And then you follow... And there's, uh, you know, there's whole worlds that are that have been already written, and have their own mythology. And there's big source books you can get. To so, so let me get that straight. When you play a character, you play the same character all the time. You can if you want. Yeah. So, like, you can join a game, and you're like, I am like the ultimate sorcerer warrior, the Your best. Your DM highest. isn't gonna let let you do that. That the thing is, is like, like say you and I decided we were gonna go to a game store and play a game. We would show up, and the chances are, they would you would roll your character right there, and he'd say, "Well, you need to start at level four because of this, 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 or this." Right? Yeah. And uh, it, you can't just show up at somebody's game and say, "I have this like amazing." Huge, yeah, <laughs> it's just not gonna. It's just not. Gonna no, happen. There's no. You have no cred. You have to prove yeah, it. no, it, it's you devel- the and the the whole point is is like the characters all kind of have to be at at about the same level. They wouldn't have to be, but it it just is more fun for everybody because then you know you don't have one guy that's just getting bored because he does one thing and kills like a whole room, <laughs> and then four other guys that are like all like whatever. But that's funny. Yeah, it's nerd stuff. It's fun. And uh, there's huge crossover between knife nerds and other nerds. Well, there is. I, you know, I was talking about somebody to somebody about this the other day, and it might have been my son Jimmy. We were talking about the people that are they get all excited about. It's not just knives, or it's not just. We, you have guys that get just as excited about farm tractors. Oh yeah. Oh, or yeah. old cars. Or. Oh, yeah. Watches, or and they have whole areas that they go to, and they talk just like we do. Yep. The same. You know, you got Smith and Wesson enthusiasts. You have. Yeah. You know, you name it. You yeah. have all those. Any, anything, anything. Well, almost like anything. And, well, almost anything. Yeah. It just so happens that we uh, we do that with knives. Well, yeah. and other stuff. Like, beer. I do a ton of different things like that. Like beer. Guns. Guns. Did you get your thirty thirty yet? No. You told me to wait. Yeah. I'm not going to buy the Henry, though. No? Too much? No, it's not. I don't care about the money. The, the, it's not a Henry. What do you mean it's not a Henry? It's not a Henry. It's not even the same people. It's not the same company. What are you talking about? It is, most certainly. It was bought by so-and-so. It was bought by so-and-so. Blah, it's still blah, the blah, same blah. company. It's still li- literally the same company that owns the patents. I don't think so. 
Yes. No, because they're, they were owned by Winchester. Henry, no. Yes. I think they I think they were bought, like the guy at the store was telling me like they were bought by Winchester and then... No. Winchester let the name, when, when Winchester went through bankruptcy or something, they let the name Henry... Uh, Henry go they off might patent. have bought they might have bought the name yeah but then Winchester. they let the they let the they let the the name Henry lapse lapse and then just some random fucking douchebag bought it it's oh, not I, the same it's not I the Henry call people. A random douchebag well okay I'm not I'm not calling I, them that. I, I'm just saying some random they, person but they own not they own the history of Henry they own all of that it's the the I can't think of the family's name now. Huh. But it's a family-owned company that makes... They make phenomenal rifles. I shit you not, they're all American-made. I mean, they're really, really well-made. Yeah. And and um, did the did the gun shop own a Henry in the store? Did yeah, they have they Henrys have in Henry's. the store? Yeah, but they had Marlins, too. Yeah. And, and... Well, he was telling you to buy Marlin over Henry? Yeah. Well, he's full of shit. <laughs> well, the other thing is, is that the Henry, the one that I want is the one with the brass. Mm-hmm. And they're like twenty pounds. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, they're heavy. Well, Henry, the Henry's, the the original Henry model is literally the same. It's a it's a exact replica of the first Henry that was produced during the war. But it's not made by like it's a replica. You're not buying like it's at this point. It's a replica. It's not, right. It's not the same. Company. But it's a Henry. It's not, though. Well, it's like you own a Shelby car. It's not a Shelby car, so why would you call it a Shelby car? I don't call it. But it's you're saying car. you're going to build a Shelby. No, I'm saying I'm building a Cobra kit car. Yeah, but There's it's not a, a Cobra. Yeah, it is. Kit. It's the exact same thing. How just, is it? It's, it's because a kit car. Because if you look at the the cars that Shelby built, he actually built some in the in the, in the last few years. He built some things. It's the exact frame. Yeah, but you're not, you're not Carroll Shelby. No. So you're building a Carroll Shelby car. No, I'm not building a Carroll Shelby car. I'm building a kit car. I understand that. But it can't be a Cobra. Yes, it can. Well, then how this rifle can be a Henry? Well, I'll call it an MK4 Roadster. <laughs> that's, well, actually, no, but that's, you know what I'm saying, though? It's the same it thing. It's yeah, the same but, people that own, that built but, Winchester's but in I'm 1873. Not, I'm, not selling, I'm not selling it as a Cobra. That's the fucking difference. These guys are... Have are it's like they're built because the name Henry somehow was like off of the patent. They bought the name, and now that'd be like if Carol Shelby's Cobras, if that tr- went off trademark and I bought it and I said I'm building Cobras. That's different. If I was ever gonna sell it, I would not call it a Shelby Cobra. I would call it an MK4 Roadster with a 427, which fine. is accurate. I, I'm no, standing so by my story that, that <laughs> it's a, it's a it is a Henry well, it is made by Henry Henry Company and uh, they're made out of New York I think they're made in the same place. Well, okay, so and they're made they're American made and they're still the the workmanship on that is as good as any of the custom shops that that Winchester has and yeah. if you can get a rifle out of Marlin Custom Shop, yeah. but I wouldn't even I wouldn't even put even the lowest end Henry. In the same class as a Marlin. Really? Yeah. Not even in the same class. Well, the Marlin makes this uh, a 30-30 with uh, stainless. Yeah. That's pretty tight. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know, like. Yeah. But you still have a Marlin. One. I have a Marlin. I have two Marlins. I have two Marlin 30-30s. No, I have a, I have a Marlin 30-30 and I have a Marlin 44 Magnum. Uh huh. 
-huh. And I have a Winchester 3030, and I have a Henry 22. Okay. And the Henry 22 that I have is is a kick around gun, and it's still nicer, nicer, nicer put together than both of the, yeah, both the Marlins and the and the Winchester. Well, I I will look at. But it. but I, I'm just I, like, that putting in that putting in perspective. There's nothing wrong with picking up a pre-64 Winchester Model 94 or a earlier Marlin with a hex barrel and a... I mean, there's there's other Marlins that, you know, that you might not want to buy new out of the box because the older ones are were better made. Better. <clears throat> well, the new... Uh, the modern-day Winchester 94s are made in Japan, are they not? Mm, I wouldn't say that. I don't know that for sure. I, they may. St I think they're still made in New Haven, but I could be wrong. Uh, I could be wrong. I, see, I, I can't never, imagine. I never know who to trust because I went to this gun store and this guy was giving me all this history, and of course I didn't look it up. Right. Who? who which store did you go to? Uh, a store. I don't want to say their name. Um, but so I'll tell seat? you later. No. Um, okay. I'll tell you later, but because I, I don't want to. No, See, a lot of times, a lot of times, it's guys. It's not Cabela's. So huh? It's not Cabela's. I know, but a lot of guys will. Uh, they they take those jobs because they have some gun knowledge. This guy had some knowledge, and, so he knew his stuff. And uh, and what ends up happening is they end up having they they get com you know they could get commission on what they're selling, and it might be some incentives to push some Marlins or. But they had uh, they had Henry's like sitting there. Yeah. I'm surprised that he would he would even say that, but you know everybody's got opinions, and there's not there's nothing bigger than the than the guy on the other side of the gun store counter for an opinion. Those guys will tell you what they they sell you what they like. Yeah. And if he had a bad experience with something or new, I mean, the the problem with Henry's is there's there's not very many of them out there, and a lot of people are kind of afraid to take a chance on them because they're you, you can't say, "Hey, how was your thirty thirty shoot?" Because most people don't have a Henry thirty thirty because they're like eighteen hundred bucks or something, aren't they? I mean, I don't know what twelve twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, it's not that bad. No, but when you buy Winchester thirty thirties all day long for three hundred and a quarter, yeah, but I mean, it's a big it's, difference. It's, they're handmade, hand put together, hand you know. I mean, they do all of it themselves. So well, I I'll look into it again. I I was seriously considering just getting a Marlin and calling it good with yeah. the stainless steel, but because I I've shot Marlins and I thought they were great. I had a my grandpa had a Marlin 22 with the tubular barrel mm -hmm. or the two the two magazine, magazine mm -hmm. and uh, I yeah. thought that was a, a fine rifle. I yeah, I've got I've got a couple of those. I've got a I've got a real nice uh, Marlin. I think it's a 25M. 22 Magnum bolt action with huh. a little clip magazine in it, little magazine in it. Yeah. And I put a scope on it, and the scope cost more than the rifle did. Yeah. Well, you what know? don't you like about the Marlins? Nothing. So, if you're comparing, you can't compare apples to apples there. No. Yeah. The the quality the quality of the Henry is head and head heads above. Yeah. The well, I'll take another look at it. I I'll probably swing down. Uh, down to Cabela's when I'm at that course in August and see what they've got. See, you know, see if, if I like their wares or whatever, and I'll I'll hold two at the I, same time. I know? uh, 
I'm trying to think of the fellow's name. I mean, I've spoke with him several times from that family. They've been around for a long time in the gun industry, so I don't know. Yeah, but what. it's there's something janky about it. Like, and again, I I got this from the gun store guy, so I I haven't independently verified this, but if you know, and I haven't made a decision, but if I do independently verify it and I find find out they just bought the name. And they're selling Henry rifles. That's that'd be like. Well, they me. have a plant. Well, what if I bought the name? If, if by some miracle I bought the name Ford Mustang. Yeah. And you and you put together Ford Mustangs it would be a Ford Mustang. No, it wouldn't be. Why wouldn't it be? Because it's not a Ford Mustang. Because you're. What, when when do you think the last time a Henry Ford made a made a Mustang? Well, Ford is still owned by Ford. No, it's a corporation. Yeah, but, like, who's the CEO? I mean, it's still very, very much directed by... Okay, then, okay, so again, let's say, again, let's how say about you... This? How about if, if we for do some this. reason, Bark River, some for some reason, this is a little bit more applicable. Well, I would have said Chris Ford. Reeve. That would be very applicable. Chris Reeve sells his name, sells his company. Yeah. And would it still be a Chris Reeve knife if... No. What, what would it, it what be? If, uh, it'd be something else, or how? And that's not even the thing. That's not selling. It'd be if Chris Reeve lost the uh, lost the trademark on Sabenza or on his name, and somebody else just made a copy of it. It's not a Chris Reeve Sabenza. It's just not. Just because you call it that doesn't make it that. Like, but I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just being too picky. Um, but I tend to take intellectual property pretty darn seriously. Yeah. You know, maybe that makes me old-fashioned. But anyway, no, what, I think that's. You know? I think that that's. Uh, I think that that's. I mean, if it's if it's that story, which I, I mean, it could I don't very, know if that's it could true, very though. well be. Um, but I think if you if you step into the realm of 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 a historic company like that, and you're trying to follow in their footsteps, um, I mean, you still have to stand on your own. Your own merits, yeah. And I think I think you can stand on it. I think that Henry Rifle can stand on its own merits. Yeah. As far as uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not bashing it. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I I just was under the impression that this was like a Henry, not well, you know, a Hello Kitty the, <laughs> or whatever the, it is. You the, know, the 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 um. One of the Henry rifles, an original Henry rifle, is probably one of the highest sought-after collectibles in the world. Yeah, like a President Lincoln one or whatever. Yep. But anyway, what else do you know? Oh, I don't know. I had a whole list of stuff, and I totally forgot half of it. Well, maybe you'll remember and next time yeah. we can do it. Yeah, because we're gonna well, we're gonna do a, a, a session afterwards, after Chow. Oh, just a brief. Brief uh, thirty-second thing. So I'm going to be surprised. Is that what you're going to do? Well, no. You're going to know it's coming, but I don't want to tell you what it is until it's ready. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, let's see. I was thinking about getting my forge out and trying my hand at it. I, I forged a couple blades with Tim Zawada before. But I've never owned my own forge, and I bought a forge a couple weeks ago, well, about two months ago. Uh-huh. 
and uh, I've got some coal. And, oh, that's uh, hard though. I know. Getting that temperature right. I know. But you know, some of these guys are purists. I am not. Like <laughs> that. Actually, I'd, I'd pro- more than likely won't forge out a knife. I'll probably make trinkets. Yeah. Lawn art. Yeah. Make take horseshoes and bang them into something else. Yeah. Maybe I'll make a railroad spike knife or something for yeah. all our railroad spike knife guys. Yeah, they love that stuff. <laughs> guys love that stuff. You know, I have a new twist on it. I added a twist to the handle. <laughs> One more twist. One more than there's already in there. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny. It is funny. All right, so let's take a breather. Yeah. And, and we'll when come, we come back, back you will hear uh, podcast, podcast history. history. Yep. Doctor's office. Hi. Oh, hello. 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 Yes. Uh, we had some fireworks that were left over from, yeah. from the 4th of July, and I blew one off in my hand. Oh. Hello. Oh, boy. Listen, I was lighting firecrackers that were left over from the 4th of July, and I blew... When did you do this? Oh, about a little while, half an hour. Okay, what kind of firework? It was a firecracker. Okay. It looked like, you know, when you finish with the toilet paper, the empty tube? Yes. It looked like that, about that size. Okay. And, uh... It's not a firecracker. That's like an M80, then. Oh, boy. It's big, and it... uh, My hand does not look good. I suggest that you go to an emergency room. And get immediate attention. Yeah, this was a firecracker and the fuse, and all of a sudden... What you can do in the meantime is get a oh, towel. Fantastic. A towel? A clean, something clean. Okay. It doesn't have a lot of lint on it. If yeah. It was in the house, it's preferred. You know what's funny? I It's stinging me like crazy. Okay, in the meantime, just wrap your hand in a, something like a gauze, something that does yes. not have lint on it. Okay. You know, these firecrackers, my God, I can't even, really, I'll tell you, I don't even see fingers, but maybe it's just because I'm numb and stingy. Just get a gauze, something that doesn't have lint, something clean, oh. gauze. Okay. Your hand and get to an emergency. Oh, boy, oh, boy, I really did it good this time. Okay. Okay, let me wrap this up and I'll see you with my nub. Okay. Right. It's right here. Oh, Okay, so uh, so here we are. We've eaten our cake. Uh, I served a uh, an Elvis-style rum cake. Uh, that was extremely good, by the way. Right, this is Elvis's chef's recipe for rum cake that Elvis liked. And, uh, we and we all it. know how fat he was. Right, and so... <laughs> So here's some podcast history, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to have to ask that all recording devices except for the audio are turned off. No pictures are allowed. Uh, I present to you a firecracker that I bought downtown at the Cherry Festival from a gentleman from Mexico. Yes. uh, So... uh, Without further ado, I'm going to sneak off uh, a safe distance away, and uh, I'm going to come running back after the fuse is lit. Don't just throw it. I'm not going to. This is not going in my hand. Why? Just light it and throw it. (laughs) These firecrackers. Do you you have any idea? Like, (laughs) okay, I don't want to put that over your septic tank. No, I I throw it up in the woods. woods. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to the woods. Just don't drop and let it roll down here. Okay, no, I'm going (laughs) that way. 
Like, no, this is not something. You don't want to be within 100 feet of this. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, I'm going off now to light the blue device, which is a firecracker. Okay. Wyatt, come here. Lizzie, help Wyatt, Wyatt get in the door. Oh, there, Megan's in the door. I'm going inside. Open a couple doors so that it doesn't blow the windows out. <laughs> the last one we got like this blew a straight line of fouls. Whoa. Well, I mean, oh, it didn't shatter it, but the light was That's no dead. little... That's, <laughs> That's that little, is no little uh, little device. No joke. Everybody freaking... Oh, here we go. Everybody hug. Everybody hug. Okay, everyone. Everybody hug. The fuse is lit. Get together. Hold on to each yeah, other. It's it's between a hill and us. Oh, Hold on. Okay. Lots of smoke Hold on, arising. Everybody. What's going on? Lots of smoke hey, arising from the area of where there. the fuse is. Kids are about to be crying. Our propane tank is over It's there. not that close to the okay. propane tank. <laughs> Oh, I told you, you blow out a window. What <laughs> 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 broke in the kitchen? You knocked a, a thing off the wall. <laughs> Did it break a window? I don't think it broke a window. Glass break? But if not this off the wall, I don't know. That is incredible. That's louder than. That's louder than. Um, Broke something in the room. <laughs> That's way louder than like simulated flashbangs. <laughs> it did. Yeah, no. That's not even close. So I bought that. I felt the concussion from that already. At the Cherry Festival from a gentleman from Mexico. Oh. He was by the snow cone stand. He's, he sounds like and, he was uh, on the on it, the level. It literally Straight knocked down. stuff off the wall in our house, and that is a podcast first, ladies and gentlemen. It blew out a window in the backyard. <laughs> I'll bet you that your garage window's got. No, I can't believe how loud that was. You knocked freaking pictures off your house. <laughs> Inside the house. <laughs> and it's a good hundred feet away from the house, people. Yeah, so, uh, I think I lost about two decibels of hearing. Anyway, that was a fairly uh, impressive. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that came to me from a gentleman from Mexico by the snow cone stand at the Cherry Festival. Oh, nice. It was just a teeny tiny little firecracker, a gentlemanly one. Yes. Okay, so now I have to go inside the house and inspect the, the damage. damages. Now, how do people reach us on um, the podcast? They would basically email us at podcast at knifejournal.com. Yes. They can like us on Facebook, yes. knifejournal.com, or like uh, Knife Journal, and you or Knife Journal Podcast, and you can send us, you can uh, Facebook friend us. Did you, did you go look at the crater? Uh, <laughs> it James, was just a firecracker. These firecrackers. James, at uh, you can drop me a uh, uh, Facebook friend request at uh, I'm James Noka. Yeah. And then you got Kr Verstig. Yes. And we'll we'll probably approve you unless you're a Russian whore. We probably won't approve Russian whores. Yeah, you yeah. have to have lots of friends in common. Yeah. So you might have to work. Well, on the not so many men friends in common so much as the fact that if you're a Russian whore, we're not. Gonna if your name is Natasha yeah. and there's no friends in common, yeah, we're not going to have you. Right. Unless there's a picture of a knife in your profile picture, then maybe. Yeah, we might consider it. But okay. So that's good. And. Uh, as far as that goes, I guess we're done. Okay. Keep your uh, friends sharp and your 
knives sharper. No, keep your knives sharp and your friends sharper. And go outside and play. Go outside and play. Have a good time. Yeah, bye. Bye. Bye.